Welcome to the Gebhard Baron podcast, the podcast where curiosity has no limits. The podcast that brings you captivating stories and thought-provoking discussions. I'm Gebhard Baron. Stay with me as we break open the Word of God for your life. Hey guys, I'm Gebhard Barent, and today I want to speak to you about the topic of deliverance. And I want to do a few podcasts on this so that you and I might be free. First and foremost, I want you to note that when Jesus Christ came to the earth to purchase you, He did not do so so that you can be stuck or still stagnant, nor oppressed or possessed by the devil. Jesus Christ came to purchase you free from all forms of oppression and possession and any type of attack that the enemy might launch at you. The first thing that I want you to understand is that the purchasing price of any believer was the blood of Jesus Christ. That's right, the purchasing price of any believer is the blood of Jesus. Now the blood of Jesus is so powerful, it purchased us in our spirit, our soul, and in our bodies. And Jesus Christ wants us to be free. However, we still find many people that are oppressed by the devil and they allow satanic access to their life. Now, this is because of ignorance. This is because of tolerated sin. This is because of many facets of a believer's life which they don't understand fully. And what I want to do today is I want to start to explain to you how deliverance works and also how you are created in God's eyes. Now, first and foremost, you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. This you'll find in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5 and verse number 23. When you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, your spirit man became born again or became renewed. And when your spirit man became born again and renewed, your spirit man got sealed off by the Holy Spirit. This you'll find in Ephesians chapter number 1 verse number 13, Ephesians 4.30, 2 Corinthians 1.22 and 2 Corinthians 5.5. 5. This means every true born-again believer cannot be possessed by the devil because the Holy Spirit has taken over possession of your spirit. Or we can say that your spirit and the Holy Spirit has merged and now have become one. And the day you give up your tent or the day you die physically, your spirit and soul needs to leave the planet and go to the Lord. Of course, Jesus Christ needs to be your Savior. But the second compartment of the second dimension of who you are is your soul. Now your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your mind is the way you think, your will is the way you decide, and your emotions is, of course, the way you feel. Now, for us to understand deliverance completely, we need to understand that it's your soul where sanctification needs to happen. The place of sanctification is in the place of the soul realm because God wants your soul under the control of the Holy Spirit. Then, of course, you also live in a body. Now, the body has got many different gates or access points allocated to it. For example, the eyes are the light of the souls. The eyes is an access gate. So, therefore, be careful what you look at or what you see. The ears is a gate. How do we know? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of the Lord. Also a gate. But fear can also come by hearing and many devils can come also by hearing them. Or by the devil basically speaking to you. 
Then, of course, we also find another gate is the mouth. That's why the scripture tells us in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 29, let no unwholesome speech proceed out of your mouth. These are just quick gates for you to understand. And of course, your hands is a gate, your feet is a gate, and God wants all of these under the control of the Holy Spirit. But the question to ask is, of course, how can it be that when a Christian is born again, that they can still be oppressed by the devil? And that's a very good question, and we can answer it scripturally. In Acts chapter number 10, verse number 38, the Bible declares how Jesus Christ was anointed by God, who went about healing, healing all that was oppressed by the devil. Please note, Jesus Christ went about healing all that was oppressed by the devil. How did he do it? Through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now this word oppress is the word kata denastio. The word kata means to press down, to hold down, and the word denastio is a root word or a word that is formed out of the word power. When you put the two words together, kata denastio, you find a power that is pressing down or a power that is limiting. Therefore, a Christian that is under oppression is a Christian that is limited. And they are limited in their soul dimension. You see, God's design for you and I is that He takes full control of your spirit, your soul, and your body. For the Holy Spirit to take full control of all three dimensions of a man, you have to crucify the flesh. This is also why in Romans chapter 8, verse number 14, you will find that when it comes to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, the first place that He will lead you to is to crucify the flesh. There is too many Christians that are too alive in the flesh, and therefore they give access to Satan. Also, we need to understand how the devil gets access. Satan gets access by two ways. The first way that he gets access is by us giving him a legal foothold. This is why the scriptures tells us in Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 27, neither give the devil a foothold. The word foothold here is the Greek word topaz, which means entry place or access place. God forewarns us very clearly that we should not give the devil a foothold into our lives. The second way that the devil finds a foothold is by attacking at an opportune time. An opportune time is a time where you don't have your faith in place or you don't have your guard up. For example, when you are weary or when you are tired, these are most likely places that Satan will attack. The enemy's game is to set up his kingdom in your soul and to start to influence your mind, your will, and your emotions. Most people are walking of demons and they don't understand what is going on. Well, you need to understand what is a demon. A demon is a person without a body. Before we continue our fascinating conversation, if you head over to gebartbaron.com forward slash partner and become a partner, you will see many options of how to effectively partner with me. This is a limited offer, so grab it while you can and become part of the Gebhard Baron family. I strongly believe that people don't have an understanding of what demons really are and because they don't understand what demons are, they have great ignorance. And because demons are a person without a body, in other words, there is a demonic race or demons, simply put, are a person without a body. And I strongly believe there's a lot of viewpoints about this, but I would go with the viewpoint that demons are fallen angels in one form or the other. Whatever demons are, we know that they are under Satan's control and under Satan's bidding, and they long to dwell in a house. 
The reason why they long to dwell in a house is because they long for a covering. You have to understand that the angels that fell from the Lord once had a covering. And so demons seek a covering and demons seek a house. This is why they long to live in a person. They want to live in a person. And the place that they will live is, of course, through the soul. Or they want to come and live in the soul realm. And this is the realm that gets under oppression. Now, first and foremost, also to understand that you and I have received all authority in heaven and on earth through Christ Jesus to cast out all demonic activity and all devils. And furthermore, the Bible says our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for, listen again, our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. In other words, God has equipped us with everything necessary to be victorious. But we have to understand that the devil wants to have entrance into our soul. He wants to control your mind. He wants to control your will. And he wants to control your emotions. The reason why he wants to control your mind is very easy. It is in the nature of his name. The word devil is the Greek word diabolos. The word dia means to penetrate from one side all the way through to the other side. And the word balo means to throw something again and again and again. When you put these two words together, you find that the word devil is really not a name. It is a job description. This is why the scripture tells us in Ephesians chapter number 6 that you and I need to put on the whole armor of God that we might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. This word wiles is the Greek word methodos, which is again a compound word, the word meta and odos. It means the word meta means with and the word odos means a road. When you put the word wiles together with the word devil, you find that Satan travels down a singular road and he wants to have penetration. What does he want to penetrate? He wants to take over your mind. Why does he want to take over your mind? Well, very simple. As a man thinketh, so is he. Satan understands that if you have taken over your mind, he can very quickly, out of that place, rule your decision making and even rule your emotions. Now, we have to understand what Satan wants to do is to control you. This is why he will do many things, but the end game is always control. Satan wants to control you. But again, I say that God has given us the ultimate price, and that is Jesus Christ himself and by his blood. And through the blood of Jesus Christ, you and I have the full right to freedom. In actual fact, the Bible says that deliverance are the children's bread. In other words, deliverance is the right of any and every believer. Scripture tells us this. Jesus actually says it. Deliverance is the children's bread. Now, bread simply defined, defined is a food or a sustenance. And it's also a sustenance that is easily av available. In Mark chapter number 7, verse number 27, the Bible says that the children be filled first. In other words, God wants to deliver and also see each and every one of His people free. God does not want you to live under demonic oppression. God wants you to live free. So in this first podcast, I just really wanted to lay some form of a foundation to start to teach you that first and foremost that you cannot be possessed if you are born again but you can most definitely be oppressed and again what is oppression oppression means that you have been 
living or you are locked in lesser than your potential and this is where satan would like you to be now in the next segments to come in the podcast to come i want to start to explain to you deeper and deeper how satan functions and i really want to speak to you about your mind and also why deliverance fails and why they don't always work and i also want to give you great insight into the spiritual world so that you can apply it so that you might be free and to give you a little bit of a taster i just want to give you for an example one dimension that you have to understand when it comes to the demonic the first thing that i want you to understand is that satan functions in a pact or he functions as a strong man in other words when there is one demonic spirit there will always be be multiple demonic spirits they really travel alone and they really act alone we find that satan's kingdom is highly organized first and foremost you get principalities powers weakness of high places and rulers of the darkness now that word rulers of the darkness is a very important word for us because that's the greek word cosmos krateros the word cosmos means a range and the word kratos means power now if you put the two together you see another secret into satan's kingdom satan has got a very highly arranged hierarchy and he has actually have the word cosmos kratos actually defines a demonic boot camp that is set up in the heavenlies please note that satan is the prince and the power of the air and therefore he has set up his kingdom around the earth there is three heavens the first heaven is the heaven that you see around you this is where you and i dwell the second heaven is the atmosphere around the earth this is where satan's kingdom is set up and then the third heaven of course is where god himself dwells now important question to ask why did satan put up his kingdom in the second heaven well answer it is to break up communication this is why a christian is located on the earth but your position in Christ in heavenly places places Ephesians chapter number 2 verse number 6 by merely being in Christ you're already outranking the devil but as i say you have to understand first and foremost all that i've said above and i want you to listen carefully again and in the net podcast to come i will lay more and more of a foundation but i just wanted you to have some form of a foundation and so let's go on and let's cause a revival of the bible and insight into the spiritual world as you understand the word of the lord if you've enjoyed today's episode we encourage you to share it with your friends your family and colleagues help us to spread the word and invite others to join us on this quest for knowledge and heaven's inspiration As always remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode and until we meet again keep learning and pushing forward into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ